Well, welcome back to another episode of Everyday Impact. I'm your host, Michael Anderson, and I am both really excited and simultaneously really nervous to uh, share this interview with Richie Norton, and I'll tell you why. Um, Richie was actually my first interview that I did, and I have put off publishing this interview, not because it wasn't awesome, not because Richie's not awesome, because he is, he has such a powerful story, but um, I was so nervous during this interview. When I messaged him, he, he messaged back and said, you know, I'm, I'm busy, for, I'm booked out for such and such amount of time, get back to me around this time and let's see if we can make it work, which was to be expected. He's a super busy guy. And, and I'm, you know, my mind was like, this is great. This gives me an opportunity to maybe get some other interviews under my belt and be prepared for his interview. Then he messaged back about five minutes later and said, you know what, I could actually make it work right now if you can make it work. And let me tell you, I almost threw up. <laughs> I had thoughts going through my mind of like, say no, come up with some reason why you can't do it. Like you're not ready for this interview. And I almost let my mind push me around. But then I remembered that I really value courage. And so I was like, I'm gonna step into this value of courage and I'm gonna do this interview. And so we did it. And I have to tell you, he was just awesome. So gracious, such a good guy. And I was so nervous. My brain was just like, what do, what do I say? <laughs> I'm like, I gotta, I gotta say something now. You know, just, just all, the, all the anxiety. And, and so I've been putting off this, this interview, uh, pub- publishing this interview but we gotta do it because Richie's message is just that important. And so let me introduce Richie real quick, and then we'll jump into his interview. Uh, Richie Norton is an award-winning, best-selling author and entrepreneur. His books include Anti-Time Management, The Power of Starting Something Stupid, and Resumes Are Dead, and What to Do About It. Richie was named one of the world's top 100 business coaches and leading thinkers by Dr. Marshall Goldsmith. He's a serial entrepreneur, He's an international speaker, including TEDx and Google Startup Grind. Um, He uh, has been featured in Forbes, Bloomberg, Business Week, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, Fast Company, Business Insider, and the list goes on. Um, And he's also, he's been named top 40, one of top 40 under 40 best and brightest young businessmen in Hawaii, which is just awesome. I don't think Hawaii has ever said that about me. So, so cool. And he's, even though he's an even better guy. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Richie Norton. You know, interestingly, the, the other day I was, I was actually giving a, a speech and at the end they, you know, it's open for Q and a, and, and someone asked like, what's the one lesson after doing all this research about, you know, time for this book, anti-time management, what's the one lesson you learned? And I'm just thinking like, are, are you kidding me? There's like a million lessons in this thing. Like we, we just, we just talked for like forever about a million different lessons, like what's going on right now. Um, but what I, what I shared and it actually really resonated, like people started getting teary because it actually, if you really think about it, it has a big impact, but I said, what I learned is how you spend your time is how you show your love. Huh? And it's actually, um, if you feel like you're sacrificing your time for success, if you feel like you're sacrificing your family for your family later, uh, you end up getting neither. Hmm. And so how you spend your time is uh, the most important because your values show up inside how you spend your time. So 
I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and, oh. we could and we can dig deeper. <laughs> so, yeah. So never mind the fact that I have about 70 questions for you now, just based right. off of that. Yeah. Uh, so first off, I, you said our values show up in the way you spend your time. Yeah. Talk to me about what did, did you have a moment when you realized the way I'm spending my time is completely out of line with my values? Like, did you have to kind of come to that? How did you discover that? Let me say yes. And there's always like realignment, you know, there's always like coming, coming back to it. But I think more importantly is the discovery that myself and others, we often lie to ourselves and we say, I'm doing this thing I don't want to do for this thing I really want to do. When in reality, the two are not tied together in any way, shape or form. So, so, so give me an example, give me an example of, of what you've seen. Well, let me, let me say it, let me say it this way. Let me just start with some personal experiences. Sure. So I think, I think this way, because as you know, my, um, from, from my background, but you know what, my brother-in-law passed away at 21. Mm -hmm. uh, my fourth son passed away from pertussis, which crushed us. Mm -hmm. And I learned to what I call Gavin's law. They're both named Gavin live to start, start to live, start living those ideas that are pressing on your mind, even when things are crazy, because in that sense, you feel you feel like you start to live, you start living. And a lot of times we don't do the things we want to do because we feel like we need more time. We need more education. We need more money. We need all these things prior to living our values. Someone who says one day I'm going to live my values and I'm working towards them. I'm working yeah. for them. That's like baking a cake without sugar and expecting it to be sweet. Yeah. Values don't work that way. And people go in, 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 in the concept of time, you go, oh, that's so ab abstract. And you go, okay, when's the best time for a healthy person to get healthy? 10 years from now or today? <laughs> when, when's the best time to get hydrated? 72 hours from now or today? Yeah. It's the same with time. You actually get more time and you have more of your values lived because they expand when you live them now than later. And you remove yourself as a bottleneck to those dreams when you live your dreams now and not later. Later, So, you know, I, I have foster kids that we took care of for two years. Uh, we didn't expect them. The mom just dropped them off at our door. Literally, my wife had met her. We watched them overnight while she was doing some new job. She didn't come back. And we, it was a one-year-old, uh, sorry, a seven-year-old girl, one-year-old twins. Wow. C CPS came to take them. I guess they were following her. So it was a whole thing. And uh, so where are you going to put them? They said, well, there's nowhere to put them. No one's going to take three kids and they'll sleep in our office. I'm like, well, that's crazy. Well, we'll take them. Can we please, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they said no, because we weren't foster parents, but they said, since the mom had put them in our care, they could consider it and call it kinship placement. So all of a sudden we went from four boys, our children yeah. to three boys, the one that passed away to six kids. Wow. Basically overnight. You know, and we had them for two years and they left and that was horrific. And we wanted to adopt and they went back to bio mom, which is wonderful for her and scary in other ways, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, my wife had a stroke and lost her memory. You know, my, uh, she got it back. I had a kid that got hit by a car and should be dead. Mm. You know, I thought, what's the point of all this? And why are all these things happening to me? And then I realized like, they're not really happening to me. They're happening to the people I love. I happen to be here. And something we never talk about is, unconditional love for God. I mean, a lot of times we're like, I love God, but if, if I don't get my way, I'm going to blame 
daddy in the sky. Right. So our, our faith waxes and wanes with our situation. And I thought that's weird. I'm going to keep my faith, love God unconditionally and go to work. So my values, a value centered person, a time centered person, a person that's trying to create more with their values does not sacrifice their values now to live them later. You live your values now to also live them later. Yeah. Value your time. Don't time your values. Timing your values is a recipe for regret. Man. So I, so first, so what the thought that comes to mind is I, I'm sure that working with people with this, right? Lots of reasons come up why they can't value their time, right? Why they can't start living their values now, right? For for you, what what are some com- what are some common obstacles to this, and what have you done in your life to overcome those obstacles to be able to make sure you're you're consistently living this this mindset shift? It, it you know it depends on the, on the person and the situation, and it, and there's no there's no judgment. We all have our own excuses, um, but I interviewed thousands of people. Uh, approaching retirement or in retirement. And I asked them if they did the thing they wanted or not, if they felt like they were successful or not. And across the board, they would say something like this. I'm generalizing, but they'd say, I waited for a time when I'd have more time, more education, more experience, and more money, only to find out that when I got here, I still need more time, more education, <laughs> more experience, and more money. And the, and the quote unquote successful people, I wouldn't say these people are unsuccessful, but at least in the thing, they thought they might want in the, you know, their, their dreams, so to speak, the ones that achieved them did what they could with what they had. They created forcing functions. They created positive constraints. And, and in that sense, they could architect their life. Architects don't build buildings. They draw them. You go and find all the other people. You become a leader and you find people to help you who are experts in their thing to, to make it happen. And this is the way the world works. This is how everything happens. So the people that are saying, I can't do it, it's because they're not thinking. They're not using higher order thinking. They're not thinking outside. They're actually being, ironically, incredibly selfish, saying, I have this ego and I can only do so much. Therefore, I will stay small. Hmm. And they think they're being humble when in reality, they're squashing every potential they ever had when they could act selflessly and serve and work with other people and organize and think bigger make magic, bless the lives of others. That's the kind of stuff where you can take 10 years, you know, ahead of you and make it happen in the next 10 days. Holy cow. So, so cool. So if I were to ask you, Richie, what, what are the core values that guide your life? Right? Like if you really go inward and say, these are the, these are the values that mean the most to me, what, what would they be? I mean, obviously I would just say like, I would, I would say family, you know, cause I love my family and that's most important to me. And, you know, having my own, uh, personal ability is my own personal availability, my own autonomy, but ultimately the battle for time is the battle for freedom is the battle for choice. Cause if you can't choose how you spend your time, you've lost your choice to choose anything. So freedom, choice, responsibility, availability, to me, these all center around my unique ability and availability to decide how I will spend my time. Because people's values, let's be honest, they change over time. You don't want the person you were 10 years ago. 
you had different ideas, values, ecosystems, different family totally. situation. We're not even going to 10 years from now, we're not going to want what we have today. We're going to want something different. So like there are some values that are like forever, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But the operationalization of those values varies from ecosystem to year to year. Like, like the last two years have completely changed the entire planet. And so in those two years, no, no fault of anyone, just whatever they were, those who focused on their values got more of their values. Those who didn't lost them. Facts. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. I, so coming as we're kind of coming to the end of this, of this episode, uh, I'm wondering for you. So talk to me a little more about what you're doing now that you've, you've discovered the shift. You're, you're, you're doing your best to live it. What are you doing now to help other people? And, and if people wanted to keep learning from you, where could they find you? That, that's nice of you. You know, I'm just, I'm just doing my thing. And then I try to share the love by being on podcasts, writing things down, you know, in, in books and wherever else it can be recorded so it can live forever, you know, as far yeah. as like the knowledge base and what's, what's useful and what's not. But at the end of the day, like, the more and more I help more and more people, the more and more I realize it's just that one person that I help that makes the real difference, you know? So it's, yeah. it's focusing on the thing that's right in front of me right now, you know, stop. I need to stop managing my time and start prioritizing attention. And when I prioritize attention in alignment with my values, anything's possible, man. <laughs> so cool. But, but people can go to richynorton.com slash time. And I have a, and a 90 day ch challenge that helps people, you know, hold them by the hand week by week on how to turn the ideas into their, into their reality and how to live beyond goals, habits, and strengths. Cause these are just tools to get us where we want to go. So it's focused on where you want to be and working from there. Cause that's an, an entirely different decision tree around making values uh, lived in the present. Cool. Right on. Thank you so much, Richie. And let me just put a plug in. Not that you, not that you need this plug, but anti-time management, um, new book come, that just came out. So good so far. I'm, I'm going through it right now. Um, just stuff on time tipping and a lot of stuff resonated with me. And just, yeah, if we don't start now, then 10 years from now, we're going to look back and wonder why we didn't start. Right. And wish we had. Definitely. And you'll be way more productive when you start now, instead of putting these things ahead of you from doing it, you, you really do. You, we create systems that prevent us from having the thing we want because they weren't included in the system from the start. So yeah. when you include them from the system for this, and this is from the start, you actually create more of it and more of it and more of it. It's actually uh, a beautiful thing. Wow. <laughs> Super rad. Super rad. It's a, uh, yeah, it's so good. And it's a, it's a number one, is it number one bestseller right now? Yeah, 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 on Amazon and, and in a bunch of different categories. So I've been very, uh, very blessed and very excited about that. So thank you. <laughs> cool. Well, Richie Norton, thank you so much, man. You're really welcome. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you, brother. That was really fun. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Impact. If uh, this show is making a difference in your life, it would mean the world if you'd be willing to, to subscribe and leave a, leave a rating and review. Those are two uh, really small things, especially with this show being so, uh, being brand new. Those are two small things that make a big difference in, in getting this show in front of more people. So any help that way would be so, so appreciated. And as well, feel free to follow me on LinkedIn and on Instagram at michaelanderson.mft. 
where I post content on both those platforms uh, just on how to find and, and live our values and, and build a life of meaning. Thank you so, so much.